Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Ragland with Great Ministries. I want to welcome you back to our weekly podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this week's podcast. Thank you for those who are listening. We pray for those who will share this podcast with the unsaved, their friends, and their family. We pray that your word will go forth and not return empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. This week's podcast is a continuation of God's promises in the Bible. First, I want to look at Psalms 89:34. My covenant I will not break, nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. A covenant is a contract or an agreement between two parties. God's covenant with Noah after the flood was that he would not destroy the earth again with water. The rainbow is God's reminder to man of his covenant with Noah. A covenant in biblical times meant to cut or divide animals in two, and walking between the parts, the two parties would ratify the covenant. People break promises all the time. Students who do not pay back student loans, a parent who promises a reward to their child for good grades, a homeowner who doesn't pay for his mortgage, a child who promises to be on their best behavior. We break promises every day, yet God does not break or change the conditions of his promises. He just sticks to his word. There have been numerous requests for prayers of healing from friends and loved ones, and so I want to talk about a couple of promises for healing. Look at the promise in Jeremiah 30 and 17. It says, For I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds, saith the Lord, because they called you an outcast, saying, This is Zion. No one seeks her. Thank God that you have friends and family that will lift you up in prayer. Now imagine all those who don't, those who have been neglected, those who are sick but haven't told anyone, those who fought for this country and have been wounded both physically and mentally. Keep them in your prayers. Another healing promise is found in Psalms 103, 2 and 3. It proclaims, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Before we get to the promises in verse 3, let's look at verse 2. We are to bless the Lord, or praise the Lord, or thank the Lord. Are we too busy to remember his benefits on a daily basis? Do me a favor. Write down 10 of God's benefits. Put it on a piece of paper. Pull those out each morning. And now praise him every day for those benefits. He has promised to forgive you of your iniquities or sins. He also promises to heal us of not some of our diseases, but all of our diseases. We are so busy trying to get healed physically that we neglect the spiritual healing that must take place. The disease of our souls has only one healer, and that's Jesus Christ. Our bodies will eventually die and decay, but God promises to heal the sin-sick soul. Now I'd like to examine a couple of promises for trouble in your life. The first one is found in Psalms 50 and 15. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. I don't know how many times my back has been against the wall with what seems to be no way out. 
exhausting every possibility, every exit strategy, calling on everyone except the one I needed to call on, the name of Jesus. Then he shows up with his delivery plan, and I just smile with joy and gladness, praising him for what he has done for me. God also wants you when you're not in trouble as well as when you're in trouble. When you let God handle your life, you can receive the promise that's written in Psalm 4 and 8. I will both lie down in peace and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Stress is the enemy of rest. We are to shut down our minds each night so that the perfect peace of God may repair us. When we place our trust in God, then he will provide our safety needs. Now I want to look at a couple of power promises. This one comes from Joshua 1 and 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We are to be bold for God, because it is not we who are bold, but Christ who lives in us. When we are given a direction from God, we cannot let the circumstances overcome us with fear. When God says to start your own business, he will give you the clients. When God says to move to another city, he will also give you a job. When God says to go to this school, he'll make a way to pay tuition. His promise is that he is with us wherever we go. Another power promise is found in Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. First, we're given a command. Do not be anxious. Most of us have decided that if we worry just a little bit, that's okay. We think we have everything under control. But instead, we are commanded to give everything to God. In this verse, prayer is our communication with God, and supplication, ask God to do something. So if you want to know if you should start that business, ask God. If you want to know if you should move to another city, ask God. If you want to know if you should go to a certain school, you should ask God. God already has the answer. He's just waiting for you to ask. Our thanksgiving puts our minds in the right place. Once we do all the things that we are asking in verse 6, we can look at the promise in verse 7. We get the peace of God in three areas. We get peace from God. That's his gift to us. We get peace with God. That's the new relationship we have formed because of our belief in the work that Jesus has done on the cross. And we get the peace of God, which is beyond our thinking. This peace will guard our hearts and our minds. Peace is the opposite of anxious. Our final promise for this week's podcast comes from Revelation 21 and 4, which announces, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There should be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There should be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. What a hallelujah moment that will be when God himself will personally wipe the tears from our eyes. How comforting is that promise? The curse will be over. No more death, because we'll live forever with God. No more sorrow, 
We have no reason for sorrow. We're going to be in heaven. No more crying and no more pain. The things of this life be in the past. My bad knees won't hurt anymore. My bad ankle won't hurt anymore. I'll have a new body in heaven. Now, if you'd like for God to wipe away your tears and you haven't made your reservation yet, pray this prayer with me. Father God, I want you to wipe away my tears in heaven. I accept the reservation that your son Jesus has already paid with his blood on the cross. Forgive my sins and help me to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. You prayed that prayer today. We welcome you to the family of believers. Find a good Bible teaching church that will expand your knowledge of the word. Please pray for great ministries. Send us your prayer request as well as your praise reports. If you'd like to donate to us, go online at greatministries.org or you can write to us at P.O. Box 1654 in Lilburn, Georgia, 30048 or call us at 678-693-2204. We welcome your comments. Next week will be our final part of our series, God's Promises in the Bible. Please share this ministry with your friends, your family, and especially the unsaved. Have a great week. God bless.